Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of Prophetic Destiny, originating from the Eagle Wings Church of Southeastern Michigan. Deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. The deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. Deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. The deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. I want us to get right into the Word of God, and I'm going to be sharing with you a topic of true kingdom expression, the true kingdom expression. And this is the heartfelt purpose of the believer, amen, is to execute and rule with authority in the kingdom of God in the earthly realm. I want us to go right into the Word of God in Matthew chapter 6, because in Matthew chapter 6, at verse 9, we see that the disciples requested of Jesus to teach them how to pray. Not only is that prayer was applicable for the disciples, but it is also relational to you and I as believers. Amen. All right. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, and it reads, After this manner, therefore pray ye, this is Jesus talking, pray ye our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We see the content of Jesus' prayer that he instructed the disciples along with us as believers how to pray. We are to pray from our relationship as sons of God to the Father. He says to pray that God's kingdom come, that his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It is the Father's desire that the kingdom of God be established in the earth among humanity. And the only people that will execute the kingdom of God in the earth is God's ecclesia, his called out ones, his chosen, his anointed Amen. To bring the way of life of the kingdom in the earthly realm. Jesus said, pray that the kingdom would come. And not only does it come in the earth, but it has to come through us. 
Amen. We are recipients of the kingdom and we are to establish the kingdom by divine order of our father to execute all that he has purposed and planned for humanity. Now, you know, the Bible is very explicit about the kingdom of God. And there are many passages of scripture that talks about the kingdom of God. We need to find out, first of all, the kingdom of God is location. We must find out where the kingdom of God is. When we find out where the kingdom of God is, then we can move beyond understanding what the kingdom of God is and move into the realm of executing the kingdom of God. And the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus said, when they say, lo here or lo here is the kingdom, he says, do not go there because the kingdom of God is not visible. The kingdom of God is not fixed in a geographical location. But he said, the kingdom of God is within you. So the first point of emphasis is, is that we see that the kingdom of God is within us. Amen. This is how we are to execute the kingdom of God. But we will not be able to bring the kingdom of God into fruition in this earthly realm without manifestation. That is the true kingdom expression. Understanding that the kingdom of God is within us. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within me. Amen. It's in every believer. It's in every son of God. Every child of God has the kingdom of God within them. And it's the father's desire to give us the kingdom. Amen. Now, this is very important because when we go back to Matthew 6.33, he talks about us being aware of the kingdom, and he talks about our desire for the kingdom. And it's very interesting that he says unto his disciples, and he says unto us as well, he says, but seek ye first, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, prior to verse 33, Jesus was talking about tangible things. He was talking about earthly provision. He says, do not be concerned of what you're going to wear. He says, do not be concerned of what you're going to eat. For your heavenly father already knows that you have need of these things. He says, do not fix your mind on what is tangible. He says, fix your mind not on what is needful for the body, but he said, let it be your earnest passion and desire to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You see, beloved, when we seek the divine things of God, then we'll see that every earthly need that we have will be fulfilled. 
because everything comes out of the realm of the spirit. And the Bible clearly teaches us that. Amen. Now, I want us to see, because Jesus says this, and it's very important that when Jesus speaks, he is bringing heaven's understanding down to an earthly people. He says, do not allow yourself to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind by seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When our hearts have turned to the Lord, it will not be about our own agenda. It will not be about our own plans and it will not be about our own purpose. When we are enlightened and awakened and born from above, then we will have the passion of the Father's heart. And that is to bring his will into the realm of humanity or the earthly realm. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You see, progressively, the Lord will supply unto us as we seek the, because that's where all provision, whether it be spiritual or whether it be tangible, our God will supply. Amen. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. Now, it goes on to say, in, in John chapter 3, that Jesus had a dialogue with a very deep religious man by the name of Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus, who was a ruler of the Jew, and he also sat on the Sanhedrin council. And we know that you had to have deep conviction in the Jewish tradition, and you had to be firmly fixed in your belief that God is Lord. Now, Jesus encountered Nicodemus when Jesus, when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and he said unto him, amen. He said unto him, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In order to see the kingdom, one must be born again. In order to perceive the kingdom of God, you must be awakened. Now, that word born again means to be born from above. And this is very interesting because now Jesus is bringing heaven to earth. He is bringing the will of the Father into the realm of humanity. And he says, except the man be born again, he cannot see or perceive the kingdom of God. In other words, you must be awakened to spiritual things. You must be born from above. You must be born to your beginning. Amen. We know that the carnal mind, amen, will blind us from all the spiritual truths that God has for us. The carnal mind will blind us from our true identity of who we are in God. 
He says that we must go back to our beginning to understand and see the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. It's God's passion. It is God's desire and how he will would desire for his will to be executed in the earth. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And verse 4 says, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? You see, there was a misconception with Nicodemus because he could not understand this spiritual truth. And Jesus was on FM and Nicodemus was on AM. He was not locked in into the spiritual frequency of heaven. And so therefore, the words that Jesus spoke and conveyed unto Nicodemus was all foreign to him. Now, you must be reminded now that Nicodemus is a very deep religious man. He was also a leader of Israel. Oh, my Lord. Jesus said unto him, verse 5, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter or experience the kingdom of God. You see, beloved, we have to be born of water and of spirit. You know, Peter says that we have been born of incorruptible seed. That corruptible seed, amen, is in every man. The seed of God is in every man. But here is the catch. That seed will not grow. That seed will not germinate and take root and spring up and to bring into fulfillment all that's in the potential of that seed until water hits it. This is the born again experience that every man must encounter to understand divine and spiritual truths that understand the reality that he is a spirit being, a man brought into a human environment to execute the father's will. You see, you are spirit. That's what you are. John 4, 24 says that God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in, in spirit and in truth. You see, you are spirit. You are a trichotomy. You are a spirit. You possess a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, and you live in a body. Amen. God bless you. And we will continue this teaching in our next segment. Deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. Deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. Deep calls unto deep. The deep calls out to me. 
to me.